Okay, hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Worth the Cash. Today I'm really excited to have a friend that I met on a panel that I was on recently, Maxine, um, and she currently is interning at Amazon. So I'm really excited to talk to her a little bit about her job and uh, she also goes to Waterloo, so just talking a little bit about that. Um, so thank you, Maxine, so much for being here. Hi, thank you for having me. Um, so first things first, uh, I gave a little brief introduction, but can, do you want to uh, give a um, proper introduction about who you are, what you study, and what you do? Yeah, of course. So I am currently um, at UW, um, so University of Waterloo. Um, I'm studying computer engineering. I just finished my third year, um, so I have one year left in my program, and it's a co-op program. And so I'm currently completing my last co-op, so my sixth co-op, um, as part of my program. And I'm currently in Vancouver, BC, um, working at Amazon for the summer. Um, and uh, a little bit on the side, I also have a blog and an Instagram page um, that has the goal of promoting diversity in STEM. So I post about my life and um, a little bit about co-op and my internships um, and how school is going. And um, just to show people that you don't have to fit in the stereotype to study in STEM. Amazing. Um, so as you mentioned before, uh, you study computer engineering at Waterloo. Um, so what's the difference between computer engineering and software engineering? Yeah, so I get that question so, so often, but I um, always kind of describe it as a spectrum. So I always say that on one side, you have um, everything that's software related. And then on another side, you have everything that's hardware related. And then I always say that computer engineering is a perfect mix of both. Um, so you get to touch a little bit um, about hardware, but you also get to do a little bit of software, which is why I chose computer engineering. I didn't know what I was more interested in. And so uh, I find that computer is really just a perfect mix of both. Yeah, that's really interesting. Like I do computer science and we have to do one hardware course and I respect anyone who can do hardware. Like it's so, it's so difficult. It is. It is. And I have also find that I don't really like hardware, but I didn't really know before yeah. uh, computer engineering. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I'm not really sure if like your internships online actually. So, uh, but I'm sure you did some stuff online. Um, so how did you find that shift to online school and online working? Yeah, so um, I find that it was, it's completely different, um, at least in my opinion. Um, in terms of school, uh, just not seeing your friends every day and not having that human contact was definitely difficult, especially in engineering programs. I feel like those programs are uh, created very, um, they're very geared towards um teamwork and uh, communication with your peers and labs and in-person labs especially. So that was definitely a challenge, um, but I found that it, it really forced me to um, really talk to my friends and make an effort to talk to them, create study groups um, and uh, just keep in contact with people because waking up and having to go to your desk every day and not speaking to anyone is not a situation no one wants to be in. So I think that was really the biggest 
difference with in-person school. Um, in terms of work, it's kind of similar, but I would say um, I usually use internships to network with people and meet people, not only on my team, but uh, in the organization and kind of learn more about different roles that you can have in a company or just in tech in general. And I have been really missing that, uh, but I've made it a point of you know, creating Zoom meetings with people in different teams. And it's very unnatural, but I feel like it's it's very necessary. Um, so that has been a, a big change uh, in terms of internship. Um, but uh, there is always ways that you can uh, kind of have that aspect in your internship still. Very nice. So like you're um, currently is your internship like half virtual and half in person? Yeah, so we had the choice of um, either having a fully remote internship or a hybrid uh, hybrid uh, internship. And um, I selected hybrid, which is why I moved to Vancouver. But um, so far, I've been to the office only once um, because my team has been working fully remotely. So I find it a little bit awkward to go in office when my team hasn't shown me around. Um, but I've been told by my manager that um, we're going to go in office uh, very soon, just as as soon as things get a little better. Um, mm -hmm. I know things are starting to get better. So I, I assume in, in the next couple of weeks, we'll, we'll go in office. Uh, but yeah, so far, I've been fully remote. Okay, okay, cool. Um, so you said like Amazon's your sixth co-op. So can you tell me, I guess, like a brief uh, summary of like some of your other co-ops and what might have been interesting there? Definitely. So uh, I can start from the very beginning. So my first co-op was at a medium-sized company called Connected, and they were a software development product firm. Um, and so I was working as a QA um, there. Uh, and that was a super interesting experience, especially since now I'm a dev. Um, it really gave me kind of the background of everything and kind of the other side of uh, developing the product. Um, and I worked on a client uh, for them, which was a large uh, streaming media company, which was super interesting. And I got to really work closely with the client. Uh, so it gave me a lot of uh, consulting experience. And so that was my first co-op. And then for my second co-op, I returned to the same company, but as a software engineer that this time. And I was working um, as an iOS engineer on a different team, but for the same company. So for the same client. Um, and uh, yeah, that was super interesting too. I got to uh, really develop my software development skills and learn all about iOS. And then for my third internship, I was working also for a software product development firm, but this time it was in Montreal and it was for a company called Inventive. Um, and there I worked on their internal framework and I was doing Xamarin, which I had never heard before, um, but it was super uh, great learning experience as well. And then for my fourth and fifth co-op, I worked at Autodesk on two different teams. Um, the first one was their internal cloud a platform framework. So we were working on creating a platform to um, enable compatibility between Autodesk products. So that was super interesting because it was the very beginning of the project. So I got to learn a little bit about um, how the project got started, but also um, do a lot of the, the 
base work, which I find that as an intern, you don't really get that experience. And for my fifth co-op, I worked on one of Autodesk's product, which is called Shutgun, which is basically Git, but for uh, movie productions. So that was super interesting too, because it was a whole different industry. Um, and yeah, and I, I really enjoyed that co-op. Um, and that was fully remote too. It was the first one that was completely remote. And then now I'm at Amazon and I'm uh, working on AWS and I'm working on a tool called uh, Route 53, which is uh, basically uh, all related to domains. That's so cool. I really like hearing about like people's like experiences as co-ops, um, especially like for you, like you started in QA and then it's like, going to dev work um I think that's really yeah 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 I feel like a lot of times you don't realize that people have had different roles mm -hmm. um which I think is a, a great um part of co-op that people should experience different roles not just software engineer yeah for sure so now you're at Amazon can you tell me like a little bit about like how the application process was yeah for sure so obviously everything I say is based on my experience like I didn't really talk to recruiters but um, basically, I applied, I think it was in November last year, and um, the, uh, the interview process was fairly quick. Um, it was three coding challenges and then one in-person interview. It was remote, so it was a video interview, but um, yeah, and then um, they let me know the answer, I think, a couple of weeks after my last interview. Um, and yeah, the process was fairly similar to other companies. Um, I would say it was more um, coding challenges than other companies. I know uh, some bigger companies have more in-person interviews. Um, but yeah, I would say if you if you're familiar with the process of uh, how those bigger companies interview, it's it's very similar. Okay, interesting. So you've been there for like a month now. Um, so can you tell me about like what you've worked on so far and just the experience in general? Yeah, of course. So um, I can't say a lot, but obviously um, I. Um, I, so within my team, I work on a separate project. So all interns um, never work on the team, but they always are given a project. And so um, I've just started working on my project. Um, and so far it was a lot of onboarding because Amazon is such a big company. Um, there's a lot to get familiar with, with the tools that you're gonna be using. Um, and yeah, and learning since I'm, I'm working on the um, domains team, uh, it's a fairly new industry for me. I had no knowledge of how things were being done um, in that industry within tech. Uh, but so that was a big learning curve. And so I took a little bit of time to get familiar. And also I wanted to spend a little bit of time to um, kind of get to know how things are done within my team. Because if I do decide to go back to Amazon after um, I graduate, then I would be on my team and fully working on whatever they're working on. So I kind of want to use my internship as um, kind of an interview for them as well um, to know if this is something, this is work that I'd be interested in um, doing after university. Um, and one more thing I forgot, but um, basically I, I started, um, so during my second week, um, they kind of gave me a 
feature to develop for their own tool. Um, and so I got to work on that and deploy it. So that was a super rewarding experience, uh, which I'm super proud of. So um, yeah. That's really interesting. Like, I feel like um, people forget that, like, when you work at the company, you're also like, kind of like, deciding if you want to future there. I feel like uh, students, we always think like, we're trying to impress them. They also it's, it goes both ways. Like they also want us to come back. So we should also like take the time to realize like, oh, I like this work culture. I don't really like it. Stuff like that. A hundred percent. And I've, I've made it kind of a point for me to really put myself in that position where I'm like, okay, do I really enjoy um, the work they're doing, the team, um, how things are being done within the company? I think that's something super valuable for interns to ask themselves. So in terms of Amazon, do you have any advice for other students who want to work there or just in general? For sure. I think um, to really focus on your work experience and doing projects and um, kind of finding what you like and what you don't like Mm -hmm. um, is super important. Um, I do feel, though, that a lot of people put... um, pressure on themselves uh, to kind of get through the interview process. And it's super, it's a super extensive um, interview process and they're very strict. Um, But it's, there's also a lot of luck that kind of goes into it in the sense that it's, people get flagged um, by programs and software programs that kind of go through resumes and stuff. So not to take it personally, if you don't get in, um, it doesn't mean you're bad. It doesn't mean you're not good. Um, I do feel like um, if you know your basics, if you have some work experience in different areas, if you um, have done hackathons, if you've done side projects, that will definitely help. Um, and yeah, I think, uh, that that's pretty much it. Also, um, know your data structures, um, do some leak code to practice, uh, for your interview and you should be, you should be good to go. (laughs) That's so fun. Yeah. Like I I think interviews are like just the most stressful part of being a software developer. Those are like, it's so hard. It's just leak code, lots of practice. (laughs) Yeah, interviews are, are definitely a killer. I feel like um, they're also not a very good representation of what the actual work is in most cases, um, which is kind of frustrating when you're applying because you know you'd be a good, valuable asset to the company. But it's just all about getting that interview um, in and getting uh, doing a good job uh, on those leak co problems. So, um as you said, you moved to Vancouver, um, besides like from working at Amazon and everything, how has Vancouver been and how was the move and everything? It's been great. Um, I was a little bit nervous because of COVID, um, you know, flying, uh, I took a plane here. So, um, but everything went super smoothly. Um, I got my first vaccine dose before I, I came here. So that was a super great asset. Um, in certain, in terms of city, uh, Vancouver is truly awesome. It's very different from where I'm from, uh, Montreal on the East Coast. And so um, the mountains here are just so impressive and having the ocean so close by is just crazy to me um but it definitely feels like um a vacation city at least for me um which is super nice and I feel also very lucky to be able to travel a little bit within BC um and kind of get to know a little bit more about this part of Canada that's so nice yeah like um at least like you can go after work or on the weekends travel a little bit (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I've, I've tried to do things after, uh, work, uh, cause usually I, I, I'm tired and I just want to go to bed and yeah. kind of do my night routine, but I've made it a point to really go outside and enjoy, um, the sun. I've also felt like, um, here the sun sets a lot later. I found like, I find that it's pretty clear outside until, um, like 9 PM. Uh, which is like really late. Um, so it, it's nice to go for walks and um, things like that. Nice. So you also run a blog on Instagram, um, which I guess is kind of how we got to know each other. Um, so mm-hmm. um, why did you decide to create your blog and like what benefit do you feel it gives either to you or to others? Yeah, so I decided to start my blog last May. Um, so I was in quarantine, I kind of have been thinking about doing something to kind of promote diversity in STEM. I feel like when I started um, studying computer engineering, I really felt like um, I was underrepresented. And there's so little girls in the program. And um, I really don't feel like I fit the stereotype, uh, which is also hard to kind of identify to the program and you know I always get um when I tell people I study in computer engineering they're like oh really how like you don't look like that and I'm like no but I don't have to look like that you know like what does that even mean um and so uh I wanted to kind of do something to help that and so um I felt like creating a blog was a great way to kind of showcase my experience, uh, my thoughts, and um, just about my life and how um, I'm dealing with things um, in the tech industry. Um, and, and yeah, so I created my Instagram page, I created my blog. And um, the I think the most rewarding thing I found from creating it was um, just meeting new people and new girls in the industry. I feel like it's such a powerful tool. Um, I, I have met so many awesome girls that are doing amazing things in the industry. And just to know that you're not alone um, in, you know, tech companies and the tech industry is just amazing. And um, yeah, I think that's, that's what's been the most fun and the most rewarding. And, uh, but also getting messages from girls that are seeing they're, they're happy to see they're not the only ones that, you know, are, um, are this way in in tech and um, getting questions about people thinking about going into either CS into software engineering um, has been great too because I do feel like I'm helping, um, which was the whole point of starting this uh, <laughs> in the beginning. So yeah, I would say uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's so interesting because like I know you like fashion. I also like fashion and like mm-hmm. you know like jewelry and like getting dressed super nice. And people just assume if you're like that and you look that way, like you're not in engineering or you can't really be into tech. So it's a very exactly. stereotype. They people really have this bubble of like what a girl in engineering has to look like. Um, mm-hmm. It's important for like people like you to like break that bubble and show like people can have other interests as well. Exactly. Exactly. And just finding other girls that have the same interests as well is just the best thing. (laughs) Um, So I guess my last question for you is, uh, what advice would you give women who are looking to be part of the tech field? Yeah, so I think um, 
kind of, that kind of goes with uh, the whole point of why I started my blog, but just to be true to yourself and um, don't let anyone tell you you can't do anything. And um, uh, yeah, kind of go, going back to what I was saying before, um, just to stay yourself, um, be true to who you are, to your personality. Um, your differences are so valuable in the tech field. Um, you don't want to be like everyone else. Um, you can bring so much to the table. Um, try not to get in, uh, intimidated by a room full of men um, trying to tell you what to do. Um, and really trust yourself and trust um, your capabilities. Okay, thank you. Yes, great advice, great advice. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for um, talking with me today. I really enjoyed talking to you about all of your experiences. Um, and so just thank you for taking time out of your day to talk to me. Thank you for having me. This was really fun. Thank you.